Thank you to Pelgrane Press for granting permission to use the Swords of the Serpentine setting and the Eversink name for this actual play. Welcome to Blades of Eversink, our story-heavy, rules-light, gumshoe actual play. And now, your GM, Wes Otis. Hey everybody, welcome to Blades of Eversink, episode number five. I've got some really cool players. Let's start with Michelle. Hey, I'm Michelle Otis, and I am playing Harold Soren. Hi, y'all. Uh, Jay Holtham, and I'm playing Apgar, called the Raven. Hi, I'm Saint Spider, and I am playing Ilaria Udinesi. Hi, I'm Pooja. I am playing Jaya, who will never call Apgar the Raven. <laughs> Apgar called the Raven. It's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> In our last game, you guys discovered that there were three vault keys, this intricate lock on this particular vault. You had to get all three keys. They kind of intersected together to go in and open this door. And there's some, you know, large treasure hidden behind that these sorcerers who have been attacking the city seem to be trying to get to. So you guys found out that one of these places was in the Temple District. You suspect that there's a sorcerer in the Triskadane, which is this ultra secretive society that runs the city. You had heard that in the Tangle, which is kind of the lower class area of the city, there were these werebore things attacking people, but you decided to go straight to the Temple District to try to figure out where the sorcerer you believe orchestrating all of this, where they were. As you guys were walking through the district, you started to notice that there were a lot of priests that didn't seem right. They seemed to be hollow almost. And Harold Soren reached out with his spirit sense and found one of them had no spirit at all. It wasn't undead. It just didn't have a soul. And Soren kind of got close to this person and it attacked out of nowhere. It just kind of lunged once it realized what Harold Soren was doing. And that is basically where the end of last episode was. So yeah, we are in the Temple District right now. Soren has just been attacked by this hollowed out priest. We'll call them the hollowed from now on. Soren, you're standing right next to this hollowed priest. It screams at you and reached out and, and swings at you to try to get at you. <laughs> Remember with initiative, in this case, you go first, then you pick the next person to go. So we're going to say that you jump back and this thing misses you. So what do you want to do? How do you want to respond? Um, well, I take out me fighting sticks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And since he's only the first one, I'm just going to add one more fare. Okay. And it wasn't enough. I got a three. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> Sneaky soulless. <laughs> All that means is you swing and it just misses. Who do you pick to go next? I am going to pick Apgar, who calls himself the Raven. <laughs> so close. <laughs> you were so close. 
I will nonetheless respond to the plea for help from my ally, even though my name was incorrect, and leap into action here, and I'm going to do a stab about it. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) So let's see. I will take, since there's a bunch of these cats all around, I will take one out of my warfare for now and try to stab this guy in uh, the throat. Well, I'll go for the chest. Let's see. Let's see what that does. Not great, Bob. That's a four. That's a hit. Hey, good. You make it past. You hit him. He drops to the ground, shakes for a moment, and then stops moving. And the crowd does a circle around you as the actual priests who are not soulless are murmuring to each other, whispering about, you know, oh, what, what is this and what's going on? Why did they stab our friend and why did he act the way he did? And right then you hear this howl come out of the crowd because the market district is very busy, very packed, and there's a lot of priests and about half of them start to howl and there's suddenly this big wave of people as these priests start to grab and try to work their way towards you. So you see the crowd kind of undulate back and forth as victims of these hallowed priests flail and try to get free of these things. You get to pick who gets to go next. I will pick Jaya. Okay. I'm super creeped out right now, but uh, (laughs) I am going to use Sway. I'm going to put two points into it. Wait. Is there still just the one or are there more now? As soon as that one died, all the rest that were in this big crowd popped up. So yes, I'm definitely going to use Sway. I'm going to put two points into it and I'm going to rally the crowd to fight back against the hollowed. Confuse not these hollowed vessels with the hallowed priests that you have come to know. <laughs> you're really doing that, huh? You're 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 going to talk them. You're going to talk them to death. Okay. <laughs> While she's rattling the other people to fight. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, give me a roll. <laughs> I got a five. Okay. Those that hear your words, probably, let's say, 15 people that are nearby start to fight back. They start to get their wits about them. I mean, my thing is play to the crowd. I'm just saying. <laughs> Who do you pick to go next as these commoners start to fight back? I'm going to pick Alaria. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So I'm seeing that... Uh... Everyone has been rallied, but we still have our, our comrades here. Soren has been hit. Wait, hit or missed? Just missed. missed. Just missed. Okay, so you're okay. I was intending to use a kind of sway version of sorcery because I have five sway points. I wanted to do kind of like a mist of obfuscation, like fog mist, to give us cover since we are attacking priests in public. And I'm not supposed to be here. Figured that would be a little bit of good cover, even though I know that also could be detrimental to the people fighting against the hollow priests. But I want to go for it anyway, because I think that's kind of a better move. Okay. Are you going to spend any corruption or no? I'm just going to use the sway. No need to endanger everyone so early. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're not that desperate yet. (laughs) Save that for later. Let's go with three points of sway. All right. Is that a six? That's a six. It says saving throw. So I was like, wait, what? But uh, (laughs) yeah, that's the six part. (laughs) Cool. Cool. So how does it happen? Tell me what the mist does. The mist 
kind of starts to swirl around like an aura and uh, kind of grows out from me. And then I guide it and push it forward. And is it okay since we kind of killed it on the roll? I want it to be a stinging, a stinging fog that is affecting the hollowed and not my friends, if I can swing that. Sure. I mean, you rolled a six and you you spent some good amount of points on that, so we can say that. So you're able to raise this fog up and cause some of the hollow to be disoriented and unable to fight back against what's going on. They're confused by this rising mist. Did everybody go? Well, not, not the crowd. I'm the crowd as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the crowd are able to subdue a few of these things. A lot of them have scattered because they're not fighters. Those that Jaya had swayed are fighting on. And the hollowed that are still up start to swarm around you guys because now the the crowd has kind of uh, dissipated a little bit. There is this fog that's in their way. So I'm going to give them a higher number. Like I'm going to give you guys an extra level of quote unquote armor to make it a little harder for them to find you and hit you. I'll start with Jaya. One of these things comes out of the mist and just misses you completely. Apkar reels back a little bit. This thing's like turned around. It can't really see you. I rolled a one. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing, Harold Soren. This thing is kind of discombobulated. It can't really find you. It's groping at the fog and not really close. But you hear that these things are all around you at this point. And Alaria, same thing. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Best fog ever. I'm going to throw it back to Soren at the top of the round because you had a chance to recover from the shock. You're surrounded by these things. Now, this fog is only going to protect you for a very short amount of time as there's so much movement going on that it's going to dissipate. What do you want to do? Well, it's a good thing I took blind fighting. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) No, um, I'm going to attack whichever one is closest to me. Okay, if you want to spend any of your investigation points, you can hit more than one. It's up to you. Okay, I'm going to spend two warfare and I'm going to, I'll spend a vigilance so I, I can hit maybe at least a couple of them. Okay, if you make it, you can narrate how you do a very cool thing. I rolled a four, which means a six, because I spent those two points. So you hit easily. Okay, I jump into the fog. (laughs) Okay, and how many am I allowed to hit? Like two? Three. Excellent. Okay, so I jump into the fog and I'm in the middle of this triangle of the hollowed and like I kick one and I hit another one with my sticks and I'm doing all sorts of this Yoda level Jedi fighting and... I have this great image of Harold Soren as the bulletproof monk. (laughs) (laughs) It just seems like this little whirlwind, but then as the fog starts clearing, you just see this pile of three bodies. Uh, Can I add that you're on top of the three bodies? (laughs) Excellent, yes. (laughs) Okay. So they've all fallen on top of each other and you're on the top just kind of, you know, looking around. Go ahead, pick who goes next, Michelle. I am going to, since Ilaria was last last round, I'm going to let Ilaria go now. Awesome. Okay. So there's just an indeterminate amount surrounding us. So, yeah. So it, far. It's until okay. we decide it's no longer fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is your chance to do really cool shit. It's the action part of the movie where you're just mowing down people. 
awesome, straight up. All right, I'm looking at my spheres right now. I will be inspired by something here. Okay, animal sphere. So I'll go with sorcery this time. Uh, how many points? Let's see. I want to call upon the insects of this area. I pictured the marketplace as at least having a couple of maybe established old trees. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sweet. So I want to send a little chittering call to any big fat locusts and bark beetles and this the gnarliest razor sharp-esque mandibled bugs. I want to do a little swarm. I want to hit up as many around me as possible and just like go straight for any eye holes ear holes big burst <laughs> do you want to spend any corruption on this or no gosh it's still so early i'm worried we'll add one hit of corruption and then let me do let me do three sorcery points okay yes all right let me roll okay i rolled a three so awesome all right so you can also affect up to three in this round because you spent a corruption and all of a sudden you cast a spell and a swarm of praying mantises just pop into existence (laughs) right on top of their faces and start stabbing at their eyes with their little little things or with their little (laughs) hands um, Do they crawl in after? Sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> anything they gotta disable them. <laughs> anything to make Michelle and Pooja cringe more. <laughs> no. 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 Not cool. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm gross. <laughs> Praying mantises are my sworn enemy. <laughs> Them and spiders, they know what they did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you cast this and you're able to send three of these things uh, screaming away as they try to get praying mantises off their faces. So, good going. All right. I kind of almost want to let Wes go. You could. But we rarely do that. Do I have consent from the rest of the party members? Sure. <laughs> yeah, try that. It. Okay. Go ahead, GM. Oh, thank you. So, the fog is kind of dissipated, and now it's just you guys and this swarm of hollowed priests. There's going to be a group of three that is going to attack each of you, trying to overcome you. So we're going to start with Jaya. What is your armor? So my health is four, armor is one. All right. So these things attack you. Oh, wow. I actually hit. How dare you? (laughs) So you're thinking you're like smooth and you're rallying people to attack. And suddenly out of nowhere, these three things jump up and grab at you. You take only one wound off your health, but they have cut your cheek and just a little bit of blood starts to just come down, letting everyone know that Jaya, the untouchable, has been touched. (laughs) Okay, so the second group is going to go after Jay. Jay, you have the same thing, right? You're at a five with armor and health. Yep, I'm at a five with armor and health. Okay, I rolled a six. Now I'm rolling well. Yeah, where was that one from before? That was great. (laughs) I know. Oof, okay. So one runs towards you and another one basically hits the back of your knees. And so they kind of push you down. Suddenly you're on your back. You feel your sword clang next to you because I I rolled a six. Oh man. Oopsie. Let Wes go next, they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks so much. This has worked out 
perfectly well. <laughs> they do three points of damage to you. Oh, good. And they're on top of you. They're swarming you, so you're kind of on the ground. Harold, Soren. Oh, I rolled a one. Three of them come up, <laughs> and you jump up and just kind of move out of the way with no problem. You notice as you're kind of up in the air, you kind of scan around, you see that your friend Apgar is on the ground with three of these things on top of him. Alaria, you're next. I regret everything. I'm weaker than everyone. I got three health and one armor, so four. They actually hit you as well. One of them comes up and grabs you, and the other one swings and basically is going to punch you in the face only doing one point of damage, and you're surrounded as well. So I'm going to go with Jaya. What do you want to do? Uh, besides being immeasurably offended, <laughs> <laughs> that this disgusting shell of a creature thought my face was a viable target. <laughs> I'm going to use some stealth and skullduggery. Yeah, skullduggery. So basically, I'm going to use two points of stealth, one point of skullduggery to unsheath my cane sword and use the cane portion of it to flip the flappy part of one of their robes over the other one and knock them into the third. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Sounds good. So you just give me a roll. And I rolled a six. That makes it an eight. So, yeah, you flick one of the robes up and are able to do this this big flourish and they get knocked over. Do you want to cause any damage to them? I do. I do want to cause damage. Okay. I would like to. So I flip and then I, I knock the two aside. And then I'm going to say that that as just like insult to injury, uh, the last, the third one who's getting knocked into by the other two is also going to trip straight over my sword portion as I hamstring him. Okay, great. You take them out. They're out of the fight completely. And we know who goes next. Abby. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> Abby, just, just the one time. Just say it for me. Abby. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Quote the raven. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Ugh. Fine. I'm going to stab these two guys. I'm going to stab both of them because now I'm real mad. <laughs> so I'm going to put two points for warfare into this because I'm mad. I'm going to try to cleave them. Do you want to use ridiculous luck or anything? You want to spend any points of those to add? Uh, no, no. This, I got a five, so I feel all right about that. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you're able to clear them off of you. Are they dead? Have they died? Yes, the ones on you have died. I say loudly, when you get to hell, tell them Apgar called the raven sent you. Very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> you hear on the wind, nevermore. <laughs> so now that the final hollowed priest falls to the ground, you are surrounded by a group of corpses dressed in priest robes. And that is when the City Watch shows up. Harold Soren is still standing on three corpses right now. They do not look happy. What do you guys want to do? Run away? I'm thinking the same, unless somebody's got an in with the city guard. I mean, Harold Soren's a priest. Say something. Well, explain why you beat up your friend. <laughs> well, I was going to. <laughs> Good. 
<laughs> Save heart, worthless hides. <laughs> I put my fighting sticks away and I hold my hands up like, I'm not here to hurt you. <laughs> and I talk to whoever their commander is. So one of them walks forward, the sergeant, which is literally his only name. And he walks up. What's all this about? <laughs> And I say, I say, terrible things are happening. These... Right, you killed all these people. That's pretty terrible. No, <clears throat> their bodies were no longer inhabited by their original souls. What? There's some sort of horrible heresy going on here. And these were just shells of people. They attacked us and others in the marketplace. I really feel like this needs a roll. Uh, so let's see. Wow, you are not good at any of this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any sway. <laughs> Laws and traditions. This is going to be a well, if you want to spend a point, you could spend a point of laws and traditions and then make a roll and hope that that is enough of a bonus to to make this work. OK, I mean, I have laws and traditions or I have trustworthy. Those are all investigative yeah. skills. This is more of a general kind of thing. We could use sway. We could say that it's it's a combat situation. Yeah, but I don't have any sway. You have no sway. Okay. Give me a roll and let me know what you get. Okay. I'm actually, I'm going to use trustworthy just to make it, even though I can't add anything at all. You're going to spin the point to get a flourish. Can you add some preparedness to it? Because you've dealt with the city guard before? Yeah. Could I add preparedness to it? Sure. How many points do you want? I'm taking three. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. So we're going to say that you were preparing mentally for a speech that you knew you'd have to give after killing a bunch of hollowed out <laughs> priests. Well, considering that I had to deal with the situation in the brothel and I deal with the less than favorable citizens of our city on a constant basis, I've probably had to deal with the guards before. Okay, sounds good. Excellent. So I rolled a three, which makes it a six. And then I add my trustworthy on top of that so that it's they really trust me. Ah, uh, right. This all looks good then. Uh, we'll get rid of these uh, bodies. <laughs> and, uh, you know, thank you, citizen. And then they start picking up bodies and, and getting rid of bodies. And I'm all, no, no, thank you for all you do. All right. So you're able to pacify the city watch. You were heading towards the temple to figure out where this thing is. Now, is the idea somehow get past the door without the keys? Or are you going to try to talk, ask around and see if you can figure out which Triskadane person has this particular key? And just so you know, you're in Founders Square right now, which is the, where obviously Founders Square is where the whole city started. So what's the plan, I guess? Well, I have a contact. I have an ally in the Triskadane. So maybe we can figure out who has the key if we combine that with some city secrets. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. You talk with your ally, Tabrielle, who's a guild mistress of the Thieves Guild, happens to be one of the Triskadane. Uh, and you two have been friends for a long time. She is, well, a lot older than you. She's kind of a friend slash mentor kind of person. Very abrupt and tends to join 
join in with the fun of giving your brother a hard time, which you like her even more for. Uh, so if you want to go see her, she's always in this district. You guys can go over and, and have a conversation. And so I would like to do that. All right. Yeah, she's in this little import building that she works at and keeps tabs on everything that's going around. The Thieves Guild is not located in any lower class areas because there's no not a lot of money there to steal. So they're here. And she looks up. She's smoking this long pipe. It doesn't smell like tobacco. <laughs> she looks up. She goes, oh, oh, Jaya, it's it's nice to see you. Um, come in. What can I do for you guys? Was all that ruckus out there you? I mean, we didn't start it, but we certainly did finish it. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> my darling, my love, my Sabriel, you have always been there for me. And I hope that you can see it in your heart to share a little information if I give you quite the juicy tidbit. Okay. Well, what information are you looking for? We're looking for a key, and rumor has it that you would know who holds it, thanks to some interesting connections. So you explain to her about the vault. Do you show her the other vault key? No. Okay. I, I just, like, I'm like, this is what's going, kind of what's going on. Some terrible people are looking for a very specific thing. We need to get to it first. Ah, well, as you know, the council changes every few years, but there's one particular person that I've been following ever since I became the guild mistress. And he's always been, for some reason, part of the Triskidane, even though it's supposed to change on a regular basis. So my guess is him, since he doesn't seem to age and no one seems to notice except for myself. You were always more observant than the rest of them. Very true. Very true. His name's Telpius the third. He loves saying the third. It's, it's very annoying. It's like called the Raven. <laughs> Which is not annoying at all. Thank you. So I don't understand. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I'm, sweetie, I'm I'm sweetie, 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 it's okay. It's all right. We're just giving you a little hard time. It's fine. It's fine. We just know how lucky you are constantly. He's just mad because some of the soulless guys knocked him on his ass. It's okay. His pride has been bruised. It'll bounce back. I, I killed all of them. Thank you very much. Well. Eventually, yeah. The only piece of information I can give you is he lives on top of that tower that's right next to the church. Just outside you look, it's this really tall blue and white tower. It's like a minaret. It's pretty high up. You're looking at probably 200 feet in the air. It's brightly colored. And there's a few different windows on the way up and some really burly looking guards at the bottom. She goes, yeah, he's in there. If I had to guess, he'd be the one you're looking for. Well, thank you for that. Now, you didn't introduce me to your other two friends here. Oh, well, of course. Where are my manners? Harold Soren. How do you do? This is Sabrielle, mistress of this guild. And Alaria. Hello. I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. She comes over to Alaria and kind of looks at you and you you look very familiar Where's your... You might not want to get too close. She doesn't bathe very often. Ah, who bathes often? It's fine. What family are you from, dear? Ilaria pauses for a long time. Udinese. Oh, did you disappear, possibly, from your family? Some would say that. Others might say I was forcibly rejected. 
I'm fine. <laughs> you should know parts of your family are looking for you. Now, whether or not that's for good or for ill, I, I'm not sure, but I've seen your face around in the higher circles of government. So you should be aware that, that there's somebody looking for you. I can hear my spirit. We <laughs> knew this was going to happen. <laughs> They're never going to let you go. Anyway, you should be aware that if you don't want to be found, you should keep on hiding like you have been because uh, they, they will find you if you stick your head out too much. Oh, well, that's uh, that'll be easy. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't like people that much anyway. And Harold Soren, mm-hmm. we're always in the market for priest, a market priest, if you would. Uh, if you're ever interested in some work, we can always use someone with your vocation. Well, I'll keep that in mind. All right. Well, I have to get back to work now. Good luck with whatever you're doing. Be really careful with uh, Telepius. I think that he can cast spells. He might be a sorcerer. I'm not sure. So just be aware of that. I feel like that never aging thing might be a giveaway for that. Yeah. You don't think he would have hired Darius, do you? Oh, Darius is back. She smiled. That was the interesting tidbit I promised you earlier. (laughs) Ah, well, thank you. He owes us a little money, so we're going to have to find out where he's at. Thank you for that tidbit. Good luck. (laughs) I should have never slept with him. She walks back to the thing. (laughs) Thank God. Well, he gets that's, around. The, um, that's the refrain when it comes to Darius. <laughs> that is, that's that's the absolutely the refrain. <laughs> so you guys leave and you see this huge tower that she was talking about, very ostentatiously painted. If it was a car, it would be a hot rod. <laughs> How do you want to approach this? So what's the idea? I've got only two forgotten lore points, but perhaps there's something about this ancient tower that... Wait, is it ancient or is it new? It looks new, but it's been painted, and you know that the buildings here are constantly sinking, and they are always either putting on new levels, or you can access some of the older levels if you need to. Gotcha. Yeah, it might be a full circle moment, but uh, I want to see if there's any chambers or secret passageways we could perhaps find underneath. Perhaps I know something with these points. I only have two. I feel like it's not enough. <laughs> well, it's an investigation point. So if there's a clue there, uh, you get it automatically, which is the great thing about this system. So there's two ways to get in that you figure out relatively quickly. Scaling the side, which in broad daylight might not be a great idea. But there is an entrance underneath that would basically get you into the bottom floor. You would just have to get past one particular very well barred door. So one of you would have to apply your trade to be able to open that door. You could circumvent the guards at the front. I want to relay that information to them. I'd say I always love a sneakier approach. So perhaps we should go the underground way. Sounds good. You basically go down a building that's close by and you go down into wherever their basement is and you start to make your way through these cordoned off rooms. They've been reinforced and they're pretty dry, which is kind of normal for this area because they like to try to keep the water level down as much as possible. And you make it to this door. It is locked pretty well. Who's going to try to get past the door? Shia. I know, it's like Jaya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know why you're all looking at me like I have some kind of penchant for getting into locked places and like all this while, while I'm making this little like sanctimonious speech, I am using my skullduggery <laughs> to <laughs> absolutely get through this door. All right. So I'll use two points of burglary. So if you want me to roll. Yeah, you need to roll for this. If you want to use skullduggery, if you want to spend a point, we could say that if you spend a point, you won't make a sound when you open the door. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Great. So that is a six. Okay, cool. So yeah, with no problem, the door swings open. An ancient door like this that's really thick should have made a a horrible screeching sound, but you hit it just right and it swings open with no problem. And there's a spiral staircase that goes up into the minaret and you guys start making your way up. And it's basically level after level of books and emptiness. There's this hollow sound. Obviously, this person lives alone. They might have maybe one or two people that are serving them that you haven't seen. On the bottom floor, you do pass a kitchen, but there seems to be nobody in the tower right now. So you make it all the way up to the top and you're in front of another door. The door is slightly cracked open and there's a bed off to the side. There's several books. There's a desk that is incredibly messy with all these notes and papers. And then sitting on top of that is a key that looks very much like the vault key that you already have. Two other things though that I didn't mention. There's someone sleeping in the bed (laughs) and there are at least 35 large swans sleeping as well covering the floor. That's a lot of swans. That's this reeks of a trap. Yeah. Swans are used basically as guard animals a lot of times. Now, to be clear, this is a very big room. Yes, it's a circular room, but it's very large. And there are swans sitting down throughout sleeping. And then the key is all the way across. It had to be swans. It had to be swans. Why did it have to be swans? (laughs) This is absolutely your Indiana Jones moment. (laughs) Oh, boy. Looking at all the the load out here. Well, I could give this a shot. Okay. I I mean, I'm not, I've got the ridiculous luck going, and I've got the athletics. I feel like this is an athletics-type situation. All right. So do you want to, say, take a short run and do somersaults across the room in between all of these swans and land on top of the desk. Yeah, a little a little light parkour. Just just some light parkour. That's yeah. So I'll, I'll swan make, core. Swan core. <laughs> so uh this is a six. Now remember you gotta make it back. This is getting there, then you gotta make it back. Uh, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> I'm put five points plus the ridiculous luck uh, into this. Okay, that's an eight. Okay, great. So you land on top of the desk, completely quiet. You basically run a little bit. You hit little areas between sleeping swans and don't make a sound. And then you land on top of the desk and tell Pius kind of moves around a little bit, but doesn't wake up. And you see the key there and you grab the key. Great. Now I have to go back. Yep. (laughs) I have to do all that again? Yep. Same difficulty? <laughs> yep. Oh, does my dodge help here at all? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> How many points of athletics do you have left? You just spent five. 
I just spent five. I have four left. Okay, that's still a pretty good chance. That's still pretty good. I'm going to, yeah, I guess I'll put all four and then hope that I don't need to do anything athletic for the rest of this session. Okay. And do you spend your ridiculous luck? One more point of ridiculous luck. Okay. Let's get a good roll here. So that's four points of the athletics and one of ridiculous luck. And that's a 11. Excellent. Ooh. Even better than the first thing because you know what you're doing. <laughs> you know where all the swans are. Yeah. <laughs> so you make your way back out and you have the key, shut the door very quietly, and you made it. Whew. We made it. Shall we exult? Yes. Pause real quick. Do we know that this is the real key? It is, yes. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Way too much of a setup. It would have gone really bad really fast had you not made that roll. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Had the raven here, not to... The raven versus the swans would have been bad. (laughs) (laughs) You guys make it back down and you make it out of the building. So now you have two of these keys and you know that the vault is not far from where you're at. um, But getting through that door is going to be almost impossible without that third key. So it's your choice. You can give it a try and make your way over to the vault or you can go and see about the third a sorcerer who has probably at this point found his or her key. It's up to you. I'm thinking that if the sorcerer has the key already, we could meet this person potentially at the vault if they if they were thinking of going. Like, we could try to head this person off at the pass if we were certain. Or lure them over, like, hey, I, we've got the keys. Yeah, we could, we could put the word out that we've got two keys. I could start scurrilous rumors. Sure, yeah. we could. <laughs> about, yeah. a hapless, about a hapless soul that happens to have two keys and is going to <laughs> attempt to get in the vault. She couldn't even keep a hallowed from hitting her. <laughs> no. <laughs> if looks could kill. If looks could kill, Zaya would have murdered the GM. The narrator, narrator would be dead. Um, but yes, the Skrillers rumors mention someone who might sweat seawater. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I guess I did get punched in the face. <laughs> There's a hapless ignorant sorcerer wandering around. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to be bait in that case, if that's the best plan. So yeah, you're going to spend a point to whisper in a couple of ears to get some information out to the tangle. It doesn't take very long for this rumor to spread. Where are you guys going to hold up to watch for this person? What exactly do you say? Are you trying to get them to meet with you to work out a deal for the third key? Or are you just trying to lure them to an area to steal the key from them. Oh, definitely plan B. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm feeling plan B as well. Very yes. much plan B. Oh, yeah, that's our MO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so where are you going to set up this ambush? Perhaps in one of the outer marshes. Mm. It's definitely territory I'm familiar with. Okay. All right. Do you want to do it towards the tangle, like in that area? Yes. Are there marshes that are inside the tangle than more wild ones additionally? Okay, so there's Sag Harbor, which actually has more water than land. 
there are some places in the outer reaches that you could use like on the edge of the tangle that are probably the best place that you're kind of talking about towards the docks there are definitely marshes that you can use i would vote for that in addition to the plan being an ambush plan as we kind of alluded to with perhaps someone thinking they're going to meet me and steal the keys from me and then old switcheroo is the idea of like young sorcerer wants to make a deal for these keys to get a little coin to get out of the slums kind of thing yes would it derail the story if i use my identity as a way to draw someone out since there are people looking for me not at all that would add things to my quiver excellent then i will do that because uh, we already know that people are looking for me. So I posit this to my friends, friends and champions. All right. Jaya does her level best to get this out. They've got vault keys and they're ready to trade. You guys set up a sting at the Tangle. It's in a marshy area, not far away from the buildings. It's nighttime because you can't do anything like this during the day. That's just kind of lame. It's so gosh. Yeah, And sure enough, a boat rose up to the little island that you guys are on. There are six people in there. Four of them are not human. They're obviously boar people. One of them is finely dressed in noble attire. And another one is dressed in what can only be called stereotypical sorcerer gear. (laughs) Are there stars on the robe? Yeah, basically (laughs) stars. He's the middle-aged dad guy, you know, that has the uniform, no personality beyond what he is in life. And so, yeah, he's got on this really typical looking sorcerer robe and all this. And Alaria, you notice that the gentleman with him is your oldest brother. Damn it. So Gio... (laughs) comes off the boat and very quickly yells out, Alaria, it's Gio. Where are you? We're here to talk. Don't be afraid. I understand you're going through some difficult times and I just want to talk with you. Do not get any closer to me. Why are you here? You said you never wanted to see me again. Look, I I was wrong and there's got to be a way to work through this. No, he doesn't want to work through this. He's lying. (laughs) You know he's lying. I mean, look at him. He just wants to separate us. He wants to take you away from me. I know, I know, I just... I'm your power. You gotta stay with me. Look, I haven't seen him in 10 years. I can't, I can't just run away from him, okay? Just, just be quiet for a little bit, all right? Just... Don't be weak. Well, I'm not. I say that out loud. (laughs) You're not what? I don't understand. Look... I'm not, don't just stay there, okay? The rest of you, notice that these wear pigs start to fan out, kind of like they're doing a flanking motion. And just, I guess, as a side note, I would not have the keys on my person at all. Where are the keys, just so I know? Yeah, let's decide that. I think to be safe, I mean, we have two of the keys, then two separate ones of us should have the keys. Yeah. So they can't get all of them at once if one of us goes down. And are we married to them being on our person or could we also possibly hide them somewhere? Did you stash them before you 
left. Yeah, stash him somewhere. I guess we don't have a safe place. Yeah, I will be honest. If Darius has probably heard this rumor, okay, Darius would yeah. steal them. Mm. If we had a safe place, it would be they would instantly. Be gone. Yeah, there is yeah. no safe place. Yeah, exactly. Darius definitely knows all of those safe places. Yep. Um, do I notice the the pigs uh, coming through, or am I too distracted? No, you don't notice them, and they're also kind of fanning out around you, flanking you, so you don't really have a clear view of all of them. Now, the rest of us are in hiding, correct? Correct. They only know about Ilaria right now. Okay, and we notice the where pigs. Absolutely. Geo, why did you abandon me? I needed help, and you just left me. Look, our father was not keen on having a sorcerer in our midst, and I was not able to... Look, he, you you remember, Papa was very uh, forceful with his opinions. You should know he's no longer with us. That's part of the reason why I've been looking for you, to let you know. The bastard's dead? Yes. I thought I'd feel something. He passed away about a year ago. What about Mother? She's alive uh, still, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you came back, no, no. she would be no. able to. You've betrayed me. I've been alone eating rats for years. You are not my family anymore. But we could be. You you don't have to live like this. You just have to change a little bit. Just don't cast any spells. Who is that? And I point to that guy. I'm the one looking for the keys that you claim to have. I have a bag of gold and an opportunity for you to re-establish your connection with your family if you want a normal life again. I just need those keys. See, I told you he's trying to he's trying to separate us. And then you won't have any of your spells anymore, and we won't be able to be friends anymore. Do you want that, huh? I mean, come on. I don't want to. I don't want to be with you. The brother goes, what are you talking about? I want to start backing up, being like, this is this is too much for me. This is too much. And around me, the, the air is getting all kind of like misty and thick, but just like out of control. Are you going to cast a spell? I'm thinking about it, but I also want to give an opportunity to my hidden companions to see me getting worked up and losing control here. It's like, I, I'm going to do something. I'm, I'm going to just blast everyone in a turn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that in a natural course of things, um, you're kind of running the narrative at this point. So if you're going to have a chaotic moment, I think you should just have it. Just do it. Oh. Just do it. For okay. story wise. Yeah, all of this is too much. It's overwhelming. And what do you do in response to the spirit in your head constantly yammering? We're one. We can't be separated. If you go back, and yeah, you will never be able to silence me. Remember, I'm your friend. I gave you power. On and on and on as your brother is trying to move closer. And you then suddenly notice that these pig creatures have moved over to the side and are starting to move in towards you. And you feel that electricity and you feel the mist coming up. All right, I gotta do a blast. I want to level them. Or, you know, that's a lot of points. I'm looking. I'm afraid, but let's do it. I'll blast. We're gonna try to just destroy that boat they came in on, knock over any pigmen that I see, and definitely just floor my brother. Floor Drea. That's what I want. 
I'm going to say that you're going to have to spend more than one point of corruption to do all that. How much corruption are you going to put into it? Let me throw three points in there. Okay. So three points of corruption. We'll get to the what happens afterwards. Give me a sorcery roll. And how many points are you going to put into it? I am going to put... I said five. Let me do six. Okay, go for it. I rolled a four. Okay, so four plus your six is ten. You cast this huge, just angry blast out from you. And that's where we're going to end today's game. Thank you guys so much for playing. I really appreciate that. We will see what happens to the island and to the people on the island after Ilaria loses her temper and casts this massive spell uh, full of corruption uh, in the next game. Let's start with Ilaria. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> uh, I'm Sane Spider. I was playing Ilaria and um, you can find me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Spider and on Twitter at uh, just Saint Spider TV, all one word. Thank you. Hey, I'm Michelle Otis. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music at Plate Mail Games through DriveThruRPG or better yet, subscribe through BattleBards. Hello, y'all. Jay Holtham here. You can find me on the interwebs in the general vicinity of social media as at Jay Holtham and sometimes on It's Probably OK's Twitch channel and sometimes over at Happy Jack's. Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L.A. Daisy Girl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I Girl. And, you know, all the other places is Forgotten Saves. I am also occasionally on the It's Probably OK Games and the Happy Jacks because apparently Jay and I are just attached to the hip. It's cute. <laughs> it's a yeah it's just it is what it is i am wes otis i have been your game narrator i guess i'll say thank you guys so much for joining us we have a ton of fun with these games we're hoping you're enjoying them too you can find the show on Twitter at 12 Sided Stories. That's the number 12 and then Sided Stories. You can find our website, www.12sidedstories. That's the name, that's the word 12 Sided Stories. And you can find us on Instagram as well. If you want to help out the podcast, the three things that you can do is give us a shout out on social media. Go ahead and give us a review, especially on like our biggest thing is like Apple Podcasts. We actually have most of our listeners go through Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Or you can join our Patreon and help us, uh, you know, pay for the show. It's always nice. Uh, so uh, till next time, uh, we bid you adieu. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.